Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And we're going to be recapping a, quite frankly, frightening week of the NFL season. If you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan, we're going to be recapping week eight and making some picks for week nine as spooky season comes to a close. David has to go be a can of soda, so this is going to be a brief episode of this podcast, Um, but it's still going to be a good one, and you should listen to it in its entirety with no pauses at all, so um, be prepared to sit down for 47 minutes and just listen to this podcast, okay? Okay. Do it. All right. Let's get into it. All right, David. There's a lot of words you could use to describe the Chiefs' performance in Denver this past weekend. Lackluster would be one. Sickening would be maybe another. 24-9, to the streak is broken. The Chiefs are now 16-1 and in their last 17 games against the Denver Broncos. We Patrick Mahomes <laughs> has lost his first AFC West road game in his career. David... How soon into that game did you realize we were going to lose? Um, I always had hope, genuinely, until McColl uh, muffed the punt. Hmm. And I'm trying to remember when that was. Maybe beginning of the fourth? Yeah, it was um, beginning of the fourth. But once that happens, I was like, all right, they still haven't like flipped the switch. That um, It's just not, not clicking, not going to happen. Um I it's think, just, looking here. You're going to see when I texted, said that we're losing, because you could look in that and see that I, well, early on, was a, I was an absolute downer. On yeah, you were. I'm like, well, Nathan's already calling it. <laughs> I called it so early. There it is. Uh, 11.15 left in the game. When he muffed it then, I was like, we're done. Um. I mean, it was only fourteen nine. They would then they had ten yards, and our defense is very good. But they've been they were just their backs against their backs were against the end zone all 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 day. Yeah, and five so turnovers screwed our defense. Inevitably, they scored twenty one nine. I'm like, okay, it, 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 they would have come out halftime ready to go, and it's the fourth quarter. They still just aren't clicking. Like it's it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I still the actually the only time I yelled. Uh, all day was when Skymore actually dropped that fourth down touchdown pass right through his arms, even though that was like, you know, towards the end of the game. But it, I think that's just been a buildup of just maybe even just Skymore disappointment of like, dude, like when's it going to click for you? Um, but also just receivers, not even just Skymore. And uh, yeah, yeah, it, it was a, it was, it was a rough day. And honestly, number one blame for me, number one on the list is coaches. I think the entire coaching staff is the most to blame because uh, this team just didn't look prepared, not even against a, you know, they weren't prepared for a team like the Broncos. They just weren't there mentally. Um, right. And so I completely blame the coaches. And I know Andy took the blame because uh, I think he should have. They just, the play calling was questionable at times. And then the team just doesn't look locked in. Um, and I, I, I don't know how this usually works. So Nathan, maybe you could clarify for me. I thought it was kind of weird of like, Travis is in Southern Texas on a Friday night watching the World Series game, and there's a game on Sunday. That may happen. I just was like, wow, like, you know, less than 48 hours to kick off, and Trav's, you know, I don't think Pat was there, but Trav's out 
Southern Texas doing something else. Like that just kind of felt weird. I feel like usually that close to game time, they're like kind of together. They're not traveling much. Is that normal? Yeah. I don't know if it's super abnormal. I would say that's probably not the weekly routine though. I would say most of the time they're, hang out around the facility and then it depends on when they travel for somewhere like Denver. I'd imagine they just get there like Saturday afternoon because it's so close, like to KC flying wise, it's going to be like what an hour and a half to our flight, Mm -hmm. maybe if that, but yeah, I thought that was also strange. I don't think that's like, I, I think that maybe you could, you could use that point to prove larger point, which I think is what you're making is like, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of cohesiveness, a lot of togetherness. Mm -hmm. Obviously I don't think either one of us is saying like Travis being in Texas is why we lost that game. No, because quite honestly, Travis was actually one of the few people who seemed to show up a little bit um, for the most part. And so I, I Pat was bad. Like there's you can make excuses um, for him and some of them are valid and genuine like the receivers still have not continued to play well and there's not a lot of separation the Chiefs actually lead the league and dropped passes this year mm-hmm. but the the pick to Kelsey was terrible Bad. like th- that that first pick was, th- there was no way he was getting the ball there and he holds the ball too long. And yes, his receivers aren't getting open, but he knows that he's holding the ball too long. And so, yeah, it was just frustrating. It was really frustrating. Yeah. I um, watched the game with my girlfriend and she was getting mad at me because I was getting mad. And she was right. I mean, I was getting really upset. About Has she seen a Chiefs game with you yet in which they looked like, unless, in, no, in which they made you mad kind of thing? Okay. I mean, I mean, she's seen, at this point, she's seen three. Chiefs games with me um and that was the first one we lost obviously but like the other ones the Chargers game we looked we looked pretty good yeah the first one we watched together was the Bears game so obviously so it's been kind of nice yeah the Vikings one was a little dicey uh when Mm. I thought Travis was hurt but um yeah this one was not good and I just was getting so frustrated and I I turned it off I um didn't I watched the highlights afterwards. I know what happened, at, but as soon as McColl muffed the punt, I literally turned off the TV. I was like, this, "I'm not watching this anymore." I'm yeah. just, it's just going to make me more upset the more that I watch it because we're going to get so close, and I then probably mm-hmm. can't get away. Um, and then we made yeah. no moves at the trade deadline, which is what we thought was going to happen. It's what everybody had been expecting. Yep. I. <laughs> Is do you think these receivers get better? Because we keep saying they're going to get better, and they're not. The only and it's clearly the problem with the offense because Mahomes doesn't trust them at all. Yeah. The only like tangent or only like thing I'm like leaning into is it does feel like every year we have Chiefs Kingdom has some sort of like concern with this team Mm -hmm. um i think 2019 it was like our dbs our secondary um of like i just don't know if this defense can get us a super bowl like last year it's the reason we lost and we're worried and worried and steve and they got them to improve and by then by the super bowl they were you know top 15 defense and looked good and played well in the playoffs and so on and so forth i think each year there's something um 2020 it was the offensive line which i mean 
that's the reason we lost the Super Bowl, but we still made the Super Bowl. You know, so I feel like, and I, I read this, it's like every year there's something that we're like, you know, the Chiefs have to change this and fix this. And then they work out the kinks. Andy Reid figures it out and the coaches improve. Uh, and and so does the specific position group that we're concerned about. And then we find ourselves, you know, in the AFC Championship or in the Super Bowl again. Mm-hmm. So it always mm-hmm. is like, I mean, obviously right now it's like, oh, this is the worst it's ever been. I mean, we kind of say that with the refs, like, oh, this year, this is this is the year it's the worst it's ever been. But we say that right. every year. And so right. maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I do trust our coaches, though. And we do have, by, I mean, the greatest, one of the greatest coaches of all time. And he's worked with less and won with less. So I think, I think we'll be okay. I'm still concerned, just like, I think the, the, the league average of, you know, receiver separation from the person defending that receiver is like, I believe 2.94 yards, I think is what I saw. And Rasheed Rice is at over six yards of separation a route, which is kind of crazy. But everybody else is significantly under the league average, like in the ones even. Like well, it's bad it, how the lack of separation and the, and the lack of open uh, that our receivers are getting, which makes sense that Mahomes has been having to hold the ball because he's like, I, you know, I can't. Yeah. I got to force this in here. Well, if I got, you know. and, and they're trying to counteract that with a lot of the play calling. But mm-hmm. let me turn it to check down Charlie on Sunday like yeah every single pass was not only not beyond the sticks but wasn't even beyond the line of scrimmage which I think maybe why I don't know how they track that um separation stat but a lot of Rasheed Rice's routes are just he's just running he's just running to the sideline and sitting behind the line of scrimmage then catching the ball and trying to make something happen that's fine every other play the screens were working against the Broncos at a certain point but like you got to stretch the field. They're not afraid of you. And when we didn't go beyond the sticks during third down calls, like I remember there's a third down play in the red zone. And obviously the chiefs ended up not scoring a single touchdown that game. They just kicked field goals. Yep. And we just, we decided to throw a swing pass to Jarek McKinnon and try to have him beat the defender to the spot. And yeah, that works sometimes, but like he's not even, he doesn't have a chance. Like he caught the ball and didn't have a chance of getting there. There are already yeah. two, two Broncos defenders barreling down on him. And so he had no shot and we're not giving him a shot. And that's, that's what's so frustrating is that it's now we have just tucked in. Yep. Mahomes pick was annoying. The Kelsey pick was bad, but like, at least he was trying to do something. Yep. It's better than just and we get down to the red zone and then we just piss down our leg and go, Oh God, three yard pass, two yard pass run. Oh no, no, that's not working. Oh, Oh, looks like we'll kick a field goal. We'll take the points. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are we doing that? Why are we not being aggressive? Cause that's when you do, that's when you go aggressive. Cause if you throw a pick in the red zone, yeah, it sucks. Cause it's no points, but guess what? You're not giving the other team amazing field position. Yeah. Take a risk. Yeah, for me, I mentioned I blame the coaches the most. Second for me is the receivers. They just it's week eight. There's no developing that needs to happen. Like when the rookie's developing the most and he's the rookie, like and it's it's not Marquez. It, yeah, Marquez MBS, is not a rookie. You're a six year veteran and Mahomes had to yell at you to come back to the ball um on that hitch that he should have caught. It's like, dude, you've been in here six years. Like there's just like weird little things of like it we're past learning point right now. Like you gotta know this stuff or you need to go. Mm-hmm. 
And so receivers are two. And then I have Pat for me as the third most to blame bad pick. Um, that's the, the one he got sacked and, and strip sacked. Yeah. The receivers weren't separating, but I, I you know, he could have, I think avoided that, that the uh, fumble there, but yeah, man, it's just rough. I don't blame the defense really at all. I mean, I no, think they if were playing, they're putting a bad position every team, time the Broncos scored a touchdown. It was because yeah. the Broncos had a short field. If we're playing a somewhat better team, uh, it's, it's a blowout. I mean, the Broncos scored two plays, 10 yards, three plays, 50 yards was their longest and 10 plays, 39 yards. So every single touchdown drive started on our side of the field. And 10 they only plays gave to up. move 39 yards is insane, by the way. Really is. I mean, honestly. So like, <laughs> I mean, it was 14 and they had they gave up 14 points until 10 and a half in the fourth quarter. Dude, if, if you would have told me that, I've been like, oh, Chiefs are winning that game with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid easily. Well, yeah. Well, and you you lose the turnover batter in the battle, and then you don't execute in the red zone. There's just no you have no chance of winning. That's why I didn't especially think with we were how they lost it. Yeah, I texted at four oh six. The game kicked off at three twenty five on Sunday, KC time. I texted at four oh six in our group chat and said we're losing today because we just we came out flat, we turned the ball over, and we settled for field goals. That you can you can overcome maybe even two of those three things. You never overcome all. And the Chiefs have, which is why I was even like, this looks awful, but we'll somehow win this. Yeah. And, And, you know, let's be honest. It had to end sometime. I'm. Oh, absolutely. I I don't like it. Obviously, it was really fun to just mock Broncos fans because they hadn't won since I was in freaking high school. But. Like at a certain point, it's. It was going to come to an end. It was going. It was going to come to an end. And so like they, they had their Super Bowl. That's fine. I predict that next year, whenever we see them, they're going to talk about this a lot and we're going to absolutely smoke them. They're going to get boat raced. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to get boat raced the way that remember when the Raiders drove around Arrowhead after they beat us for the first yeah. time in like eight matchups. Yeah. 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 I think that's going to happen to the Broncos next time. So that'll be fun. But yeah, it's just, and we're still a good team and still I the think... one seed, which is crazy to think about. Like you would think everything just, burned down but we're still the yeah. one seed right now <laughs> and every single team has had a bad loss this year every yeah. like every team not even a bad loss just like a little bit of a head scratching loss i am worried and we already talked about this I, I don't like the fact that the chiefs aren't leaving until thursday that is so Dumb. stupid why are Dumb. you waiting to go to europe why are you know. waiting to adjust to that time zone? Every team that has done that this year, every single team that has waited and gone on a Thursday or gone on late to to fly for the Europe games has lost. They've come out flat. They've yep. looked like crap. And maybe you're doing that because your star quarterback has an illness. And so you're wanting to give him a little bit more time to recuperate at home. But it's just, it. I don't like what it says because the Dolphins are already there. And yep. we, like you said, we play that way against the Dolphins. They hang 50 on us. If we play the way we played on Sunday against the Dolphins, there's no yeah. doubt they're just torching us. Yeah, that's like, that's a, that's a 49 to 17 game easily. Like if, this is if we the first like game I'm not confident we're going to win. Like going into this game, this is the first week this season that I think we're going to lose. Yeah. So. Something that does kind of give me hope is that like, Honestly, it's nice to have these, and I feel like the Chiefs 
don't plan this, but like every year we have a horrible loss and it wakes them up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, I think we've seen this before of like, we look awful this week and then, all right, that woke us up. Let's make adjustments. Let's figure this out. Everybody, I mean, you know, okay, you know, they've talked about this with the Bengals and other teams talking trash in previous years. You know, they see on Twitter, they see the talk shows, they hear this talk of like our receiving core is awful and that they need to make a trade. So, you know, not only do the receivers hear this, but the coaching staff sees this. So you know that they're making this a point of emphasis in the week of like, okay, we need to develop our guys. We need to get them open. We need to, you know, to put a focus on that. So I do know that now I think honestly, the Broncos defense is probably better even than the Miami defense. Um, Jalen Ramsey does come back, which improves that defense, but um, Miami has been giving up quite a bit of, quite a bit of yards, quite a bit of points. So I think, yeah. And I don't know. We, we might should be also surprised. say, we should also say that Jalen Ramsey, the name sounds great. Jalen Ramsey is not 2017 Jalen Ramsey. Hey, he had a okay. pick though. Yeah. That's, because the quarterback threw it right to him. Yeah. Um, but he's not. So like Jalen Ramsey coming back is it's good. It's good for them. But it's not like, oh, my gosh, you have prime Jalen Ramsey coming back. This is not prime Jalen Ramsey anymore. Um, I yeah, I, I get that. And I I mean, look, we in 2021, we lost 27 to three against Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> like it's been Ugh. worse. It has been worse recently. Colts last year. Been. And we talked about this consistently as, as Chiefs fans now that we are succeeding um, and we do have Patrick Mahomes that like our expectations are so much higher that things that normally wouldn't have really bothered us in the past like this loss when Matt Castle was the quarterback would have been like yep like classic Chiefs mm-hmm. but obviously we have larger expectations what I'm worried about is why do we need that though like I, I don't like the fact that I get what you're saying, and I'm sure it, it is actually happening. Um, that they are motivating, and they're like, let's make sure our wide receivers do this. Could you not tell that in practice? Do you need to get your ass kicked to know that you have to fix that? Like, well, that's been yeah. a problem in every game we've won, except for the Bears game. Every game that we've won, the last time we played the Broncos, we came out like terribly and just didn't really look that great. And yeah. Uh, maybe won that, won that game, game but either. like <laughs> was not very confident about it we did the same thing against the vikings we did the same thing in a respect against the jags uh, we obviously lost to the lions i i yeah. i don't like that you have to get motivation that way yeah that's true like you would and, think the, the coach and andy reed andy sneaky reed could be able to motivate them and fix those before and we what worries me about that is maybe there's not one because there's no way he doesn't know that that's the problem. So yeah. maybe there's not a fix. I mean, look, Mahomes is good enough to make it to the AFC Championship game with Plumbers. Like, I'm not worried mm-hmm. about that fact. But I'd like to win those games. So, yeah. And, and, you know, it's... The other teams that were not looking great in the AFC are now looking better. And so maybe this is just our rough stretch or our rough period that we have to kind of get through. Cause I, I do, th- I, I fully expect us to lose in Germany. Yeah. Um, before you mentioned the AFC and before we move on probably to that, I want to, I want to shout out one player on the Ch- Kansas city chiefs team that honestly okay. you've been kind of critical of in years past. And I, I want you to acknowledge him, acknowledge him. Okay. Harrison Butker has not missed a single kick. That's true. That's true. The entire year, eight weeks. I just knocked on wood, by the way. Same. Yeah. 
AI field goals getting and extra really, points. I was getting really mad at Kevin Harlan. He, yeah, he kept bringing he it up. I'm like, dude. I was like, shut up, Kevin. But I didn't notice that until this week. I'm like, wait, that's right. Yeah. Biker's literally been 100%. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to try to make a case for Sky Moore there for a second. Um, and no, I gonna, dude. No. Yeah. I, I you saw my text, right? No, I yeah. tweeted it. I said Sky Moore is no longer a chief. I don't know if that's in the future or now. I mean, clearly he's still on the team, but. Yeah. Maybe um, over yeah. Bucker has been great. Bucker has been our We've best needed player. him to be great. <laughs> Bucker's been our best player this season. So that's not good. Yeah. Um, that's not what you want. But yeah, he's no. been automatic. So props props yeah. to Harrison Bucker. But Who's yeah, the... The point that I was making, the the Bengals are looking good, and the Bills are looking Ooh. good, and the Ravens are looking pretty good. And three weeks ago, you were looking at the Chiefs' kind of shaky performances in the week one loss, and you were still saying, yeah, but look at how what, oh, what everybody else looks like. They're the Chiefs are the clear favorites. Mm-hmm. If we play the Bengals this week, I don't know if we win. Yeah, And, and maybe we'll get to a point where we will, but... Our schedule, we have made it through the easy part. I don't I don't know that our schedule really gets easier. Something that does, I don't know if this brings comfort. Last year, eight weeks in, Chiefs were six and two. In 2021, eight weeks in, Chiefs were four and four. Um so kind of, you know, looking at that, like mm-hmm. I know game by game it looks awful, but zooming out, like, okay, they're six and two. You know, and they're the they have the best conference record in the AFC. You know, so yeah, it's just tough. Yeah, I feel like we feel like we do this, and sometimes we'll look back into the year and be like, that wasn't as bad as we thought it'd be. You know what I mean? But hopefully, at least. I mean, I, look, we got back to back Dolphins, Eagles. Like, thankfully, a buy in between. There's a buy in between, but still, those are like the two toughest games we're gonna play all year. And then we have Raiders, which is. Kind of a break, honestly. Sorry, Raiders. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we have the Packers, which is also kind of a break, honestly. Then we play the Bills. Patriots, Raiders, Bengals. Uh, the AFC West being bad makes our season look a little easier. Yeah, but again, going going from piss poor performance, flying on a Thursday to Germany, playing the Dolphins by week, then playing the team that so came so close to beating us in the Super Bowl. I think that we're forgetting how close that Super Bowl was. It was terrifying. Yeah. We close. I was yep. so anxious. On Sunday night football, then you got two weeks of eh games. And then you gotta play the But Bills. they're road games though, too. Even though they're yeah. easy, it's road road games. Yeah. You gotta play road games and then you gotta play the Bills. Um luckily you're playing the Bills at home, so that's that's a nice, you know, that's a nice bonus. Yeah. Uh, and you get to play the Bengals at home. So the Thankfully, we're nice. getting those games at home, but still, yeah. I just I, I don't like that we're hitting this. We just played like crap going into the Germany game. Yeah, that's it's just tough. that makes me not feel good when we have to play the Eagles after the Germany game. Mm-hmm. Nathan, who's the best six and two team in the AFC? Ravens, Jags, Dolphins, Chiefs right now. Who do you think is the best six and two team? Um, I think if you're just saying who's playing the best, it's the Ravens. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I think it's the root. I'm, I'm never going to believe in the Jags. I don't know what to say. They just, I don't know this week. Honestly, I was impressed with them this week. They went into Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh weather, and honestly played their type of football. They ran the ball down Pittsburgh's throat. 
I know it's Pittsburgh, yeah. but uh, it was an ugly game, wet physical game, and Jags they've won five in a row. I don't know. They yeah, just keep that, winning, even though it doesn't true. look great. Like they just keep winning games. Now that, I don't know. What I think schedule. that might be it for me. It because it doesn't look impressive, and we should yeah. acknowledge. I mean, their schedule and nobody's it's, everybody's going to have yeah. a little bit of a schedule thing, but like they lost. They they beat the Falcons, not good. They beat the Bills in London. Bills flew late, but they did beat the Bills. But it was in London. They beat the Colts, not good. They beat the Saints, not good. They beat the Steelers, who I am still very adamant are not good, and I don't know why people keep thinking they're good. Yeah, yeah, and I and, picked them. Jokes on me. And so, because the Steelers' most impressive win is over the the Browns, I guess. Like I don't. I mean, I and the Jags' schedule will pick up. They have the Niners, the Titans, eh, maybe. But then they have the Bengals at the Browns, Ravens. That's three games in a row at the Buccaneers. So, like, you know, we'll find out with the Jags. Like, I think, it, and it also just let's be honest. It's the Jags. It's the Jags as a franchise. Like, it's hard for me to believe that the Jacksonville team is good. I'm still trying to come to terms with the fact that when Blake Bortles' team made the AFC Championship game. Yeah, that's wild. That team was stacked. I don't know if you've ever looked back at that roster. Yeah, it's kind of loaded. <laughs> it's crazy. I it just it's hard for me to believe that the Jags are good. So then, yeah. I, I I'm gonna go with the Ravens there, um, but I don't. I think that right now you're playing. If you if you're listing how teams are playing, the Chiefs are. We I mean, coming off their most recent week, obviously they're the team that lost out of those. So I mean, I think Ravens worse. too. And I'll extend that question. Is there anybody outside of the AFC you think is the best? Uh, you think, you know, Bills, Steelers, Browns, Jets are I think, in the playoffs? I think Bengals you have to, like, outside of the AFC, I, I mean, I think the Eagles are the best team in football right now. They have the best record. And, yeah, some of their – they just – they win games. You're like, gosh, they shouldn't win. Like, that Commanders game was kind of close at the end, and you were thinking, like, oh, my gosh, is the the Commanders going to pull it off? And the Eagles just make plays down the stretch to win those games. Yeah, they yeah. lost to the Jets, and that was that was bad. But maybe the Jets just make people play bad. I just like they just have that ability. Jets, are, every team Jets that, are on eight seed right now. They're one spot outside the playoffs. They're four every three. team that plays the Jets seems to just play their ugliest game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the Eagles aren't even playing that really great football, and they're still seven and one. Like they're Hurts has turned the ball over more than he ever has, and the defense right. is giving up right. a lot of passing yard, you know, and they're still winning. So I think I think that they're probably the best. But again, it's the negativity that's so fresh from this week. Yeah. Because hey, we lost. So Seahawks, they're five and two and number one in their division now. That's another team that like they don't win impressively, but they just always win. I feel like mm-hmm. they just they find ways to win games, even though it's not necessarily pretty. You know, I just think I think the Niners are gonna figure it out. Like I know that they've lost. If they get Trent Williams and Debo back, I think the Niners are just good again. Yeah. So I think it does show something though that there really isn't a lot of room for error on Brock Purdy's part no. because of his lack of talent. He really can't make these mistakes that he's making because it kind of, it really does kind of fall apart. Cause I mean, we're seeing the last three weeks in the second half he's down and he's not been able to, you know, will the team back. And even despite also, some good to, players around him. We need to change that to not just Brock Purdy, but Kyle Shanahan. Well, actually, Kyle Shanahan does not do comebacks. Kyle Shanahan does not do comebacks. Same thing happened with Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, he. I think I saw. I need to. I need to look up this stat. But Kyle Shanahan 
is an just an offensive genius, obviously one of the best um, coaches in the league. But he doesn't do comebacks. I think he's like 0-34 in his career went down like more than a touchdown. Uh, here, here we go. Um, on the 35 occasions where San Francisco was down heading into the final 15 minutes of the game under Shanahan, the 49ers have a record of 4-31. and 31. Furthermore, the team is 1-30 when facing a deficit of three or more points entering the fourth quarter. So when the team's down more than a field goal in the fourth, they're they one, one thirty under Shanahan. That's terrible. They don't know how to lose. Yeah, this yeah, is that's... this this is not a team that knows how to come back from a deficit, and they've had that problem the, the entire time he's been there. Um, and so I, I mean, that's too many instances to just be a, like a coincidence, you know? Mm-hmm. If he if he was like one in five. You'd be like, okay, well, that's just, that's not that many, like, who knows, each game. But 31 games that's a lot. where you're down three or more points and you only win one of them in the fourth. Like, Ooh, I didn't know that. That's, that's pretty telling. That's Yeah, that, and that's something they're going to have to fix. Because um, people, they do get robbed by injuries. They have a lot of injury issues. But you have to admit that some of it is Shanahan's fault, too. Yeah. He doesn't just get a pass. So before uh, probably time to, to move on, but before we do, is there a game from this last week? Um, we mentioned Eagles commanders, obviously the Chiefs game. Is there a game you want to like, we probably should talk about this because it, whether it was good or a team performed well. Um, how depressed are you if you're a Raiders fan? Oh my goodness. Awful. That offense is awful. <laughs> Did you so- see that Devante earlier this month uh, asked if they'd be, if they would consider um, looking at options f- for him to, tr- to trade him. And they essentially just said no. And obviously the trade deadline's over. So he's, he is locked in at, at the Raiders. But I mean, here's the thing. Sure. I'm all for players getting paid. He kind of made his own bed with this. I don't know what he expected going to yeah. the Raiders organization in yeah. the state that they were in. Right. Yes. Your best bud is, is quarterback, but I don't know what he expected. Um, was he expecting to win a bunch of rings? Because there was just no proof that that was ever going to happen. So, I mean, I do no. feel bad for him, and I, I I love that he's getting the money he wants, but, like, you kind of had to expect this is going to happen, right? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think that he has a right to be mad just because, this, like, the direction. There just seems to be no life in this team. This is the worst 3-5 team I think I've ever seen in my life. I don't know how this team's won three games. Um, I... Yeah, they he went there because his best friend was there and stuff. But like, yeah, you're right. You have to evaluate that and look. I think as a player, um, and I think it's part of the Hopkins thing too. Like Hopkins was not happy in Tennessee like the last four or five weeks, and he had a great performance on Sunday. Will Levis threw four touchdowns. We'll see how Will Levis shakes out the rest of the year because it looks like they are gonna at least keep him going with him for a while. I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean. Yeah, he threw more touchdown passes in that game than Tannehill had all season. But like DeAndre Hopkins, you you can be upset a little bit, but like you signed with the team in free agency that yeah. had Ryan Tannehill. Like, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what you <laughs> I don't know what you want to do. Like, what do you want anybody to do about that? 
And so it's just sometimes you got to line the bed that you made. And I think yep. that Devonta Adams is a small case there, or there is a case there, but yeah, this Raiders just organization is just so it's, it's just so bad. And but we need Josh, them to win a, a couple games so that they keep this, this, there's no way staff. Josh McDaniels <laughs> has this job after the end of the year. No, um, they can't be. And Jimmy Garoppolo is clearly was propped up by the talent around him on the 49ers. Um, and more and more, the fight between... Remember when everybody was criticizing Robert Kraft because he got involved in personnel matters and like wouldn't let Tom go, and that's what caused like big rift in the Patriots organization? Mm-hmm. Robert Kraft was right. Just saying. Not a good guy. Don't endorse most of anything that Robert Kraft does. He was correct in that sticking with Tom Brady for a couple more years rather than transitioning to Jimmy Garoppolo was the right move. So yeah, there you go. There's that. All right, David, let's, uh, before we actually, before we do our picks, which we're going to have to do blazing speed. Um, is there any big moves at the trade deadline that you want to shout out? Chase Young to the Niners is just wild to me. Uh, also considering the Niners only gave up a third round pick for him. Um, kind of crazy. I think so they just, just continue to improve. I think that shows where Chase Young is at as a player, though, because the commander's team arguably has been better on defense when he hasn't been on the field. Um, and he definitely has had injury issues. Um, yeah. The only other real like notable thing, I mean, the NFL trade deadline's boring compared to the NBA in a lot of other leagues it's just hey not last year's though that was there was like 20 trades last year last year there was a little bit more exciting than normal but normally it's pretty boring the only other thing that really happened is josh dobbs got traded to the vikings who are clearly um getting a quarterback yeah that's horrible man i feel so bad for him it sucks because the vikings actually had now come around and had been playing well and looked like they would at least contend for a wild card spot in the nfc i don't think they'll catch the lions um but yeah that's that's tough uh other than right. that, it was pretty. Yeah, there's, not much happened pretty, really. It's pretty. It's pretty boring. It's yeah, a lot of boring stuff. Okay, week uh, week nine picks. David, I sucked last week, bro. You were terrible. What I get for picking good teams to win? Apparently, Niners, um, Chiefs, yeah, yeah, Steelers. David went one and three for the second week in a row. He's now eighteen and ten on the season. I'm twenty and eight on the season. So I'm not like. Blowing out of the yeah, water. you're four and a week though. You pulled you ahead though. Did did go four and zero last week, so that was helpful. All right, David, your favorite favorite. Who you got? My favorite favorite. Oh, let's see if there's a gimme just for me to get kind of get back. Okay, dude, there are so many good games this week. Bills, Bengals, it, Cowboys, Eagles. It's a better Seahawks, slate. Ravens. It's a better Jeez. slate than we've had in a while. Dolphins. Oh my gosh. Um, I can't believe I'm doing this for my favorite. Uh, give me the Browns. Their favorite at eight by eight at home against the Cardinals, who are now starting their rookie quarterback, and I don't remember his name. Um, I can't imagine that would go well against the Browns defense, who's actually fairly good this year. So, do we have a timetable on Kyler Murray, or is they are they just like real taking it slow? Because that's the only thing I've really heard about that. He's practicing. Last he practiced last week and he's practicing this week. I think they're just trying to take their time and not rush it in. Maybe they're like we're already one and seven, so let's not just rush them in. I don't know. Who knows? Hmm. 
yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, that team is the team's weird. The Cardinals are weird to me. I just don't know what to do with them. Mm-hmm. I think I just because they've the kind Cowboys. of been in some games with some good teams, but then they also just lose to bad teams. I just have them beating the Cowboys stuck in my head, and I don't really know how to get it out. Um, this is also, I would say, the most difficult week in terms of trying to pick. It is. Um, yeah, these these lines are a lot closer, and the, the games will be a lot closer. You actually week. picked the biggest spread already. That's did that I really? The biggest spread. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The Browns are the biggest favorite this week. Um, give me the Texans over the Bucks. That sounds stupid as a favorite, but. Um, the Texans, I think, are due for a rebound. I also think the Bucks are just bad, and it's at home. I think the Texans kind of just—they should have beat the Panthers and just did not execute the way they normally have. So, I'm gonna take them over over the Bucks. Yeah, I've been impressed with the Texans. I think we all thought they'd be like bottom five in the league. They've actually mm-hmm. kind of—they look somewhat impressive. Um. I don't know. They're gonna. They, they won't be great, but I think they can string together some wins. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. All right, you're upset. Who you got? This one's difficult. Um, honestly, I just thought of one that you're gonna just hate me for. Um, I'm dude. I'm just worried about the Chiefs traveling into the week. I think you're I'm gonna not. go. I'm gonna pick the Dolphins over the Chiefs. I think. Okay. I did it once to, last year, and I was just right. Want you don't know that I hate you, um, <laughs> even though I said they were going to lose this game. I hate you for just taking your pick, putting that no for putting <laughs> that out into the ether that we're going to lose. So that's rude. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Jets over the Chargers because it would be funny. Honestly, there, I, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. I. Jets no, at home. They're four the Jets and three. They have a better record. They have well, a better... That's yeah. <laughs> they're technically like by that metric, they're a better team. But yeah, I honestly, I, just, I don't know. I'm I'm believing in them. All right, David, first wild card pick. Who you got? Uh, I'm going Bengals over Bills. Uh, Bengals look really scary. Um, their first like true. Well, I mean, they played the Niners last week, so maybe it's not their first true test. But first AFC matchup, Sunday night game. Uh, but they're at home and they're looking really, really scary. So I think they beat a pretty shaky Bills team. I'm gonna go with the uh, Colts over the Panthers. Um, the Colts have to eventually win a game when Gardner Minshew starts, right? You would think, yeah. I mean, yeah, they should have. Honestly, they they actually did get robbed in that Browns game. Like legitimately, yeah. they should have mm-hmm. won that game. So I'm I'm just gonna take them. I'm gonna take the Colts. All right. Last Let's pick, see. David. I'm completely avoiding Commanders, Patriots, and uh, Giants, Raiders. I think I would rather just take an L than pick the Giants, Raiders game. So we'll just yeah, we'll stay away from that. I understand that feeling completely. <laughs> this is a t- This is not as confident pick, despite it probably being the s- second or third largest spread. But I'll take the Ravens to beat the Seahawks at home. That's gonna be a really good game, I think. But the Ravens just look really, really good. And when you break it down, it's a quarterback league. So I, I, I trust Lamar more than I trust Gino. So. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's fair. I accidentally typed that out in my picks. That's yeah, bro, you can't steal mine, bro. 
Sorry, my B. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Cowboys. The Cowboys stink. Ooh, that's T right there, bro. Dude, you just I like re- getting your no, weekly text why? from Zach. No, why? I don't understand. why. Is this controversial? Dak Prescott's not good. Every time the Cowboys play an opponent that is as good or better than them, they lose, and they look disappointing. I don't know why this is always a shock. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do want to give them the credit, though. Two weeks in a row at the Chargers in a, a – de- Kind of, I mean, not good, but decent Rams team. Like, they have looked good. Dak played his best game all season against the Chargers. and They, I didn't played, look. they played really well against the Rams. I would fight back on the Rams being good. Also, the Rams were mounting a pretty substantial comeback until Matt Stafford got actual hurt and couldn't finish the game. And then they had to play Brett Rippon, which is something no franchise should ever have to do. <laughs> and so... I don't know about dim boys. I think the Eagles are much better than them. Uh, the so Eagles we'll almost out. beat the Cowboys last year when they had Gardner Minshew, a quarterback. Um, I just, I, I don't know. We'll find out this week. Hey, also, Cowboys aren't in prime time, so that helps them. Yeah, Under true. the spotlight, they kind of get true. shaky, but 325, America's Zach, Game of the Week. Zach has my that. number if I'm wrong, and he, he can feel free to text me about it all the Oh, time. you know he will. But if you know the Chiefs lose to the Dolphins... Be prepared for me to be in a bad mood and start to talk about whether or not Des caught it. He didn't, by yeah, the that'd way. Be messed up. Yeah, I always so. stand. the rules then he didn't catch it. Rules today he did. But that's yeah. here, neither here nor there. That doesn't really help, but yeah. All right, David. That was that was Speedy it. episode. That was it. We tried to do it pretty fast. We did. Best slate of games I think we've had this year. There's four legitimately high quality games happening mm-hmm. uh this week. I'm excited. It's surprisingly, we also have a good primetime game. It's just one. There's only yeah. there's only one good one, but there is one which we've had none for the past couple of weeks. So yeah, honestly. All right, that's it. That's all I got. I'm okay. I'm feeling sad, but hopefully the Chiefs will surprise me and beat the Dolphins in Germany. Yeah. Hey, real quick. It's Halloween. One horror movie you watched this week that is worth mentioning for either a good reason or a bad reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming you're going to talk about the one that we both saw. So uh, Suspiria. I watched Suspiria this past week, um, which is a Dario Argento 1970s horror movie um, that was remade into one of my favorite horror movies of all time. I still prefer the remake to the original. Great atmosphere, though. Great use of color. Great use of score as well. Um, thought it was pretty effective. So talk about that. David, Type. what do you got? Watched uh, the newly released Five Nights at Freddy's uh, movie uh, starring Josh Hutcherson, Piper Rubio, uh and Elizabeth Lale, La- Matthew Lillard. Lale. Just say Matthew Lillard. He's Matthew Lillard's in the movie. It is the one that's the most yeah. notable. Dude, I um, he was talking. I'm like, is that who I think it is? I think it is. And I looked it up, and I was right. And of course, you're also always like, I'm cracked for getting that right. Kind of hard to kind of hard to recognize. It. I don't know. Maybe you didn't think so. No, I um, did not. As here's, soon as I was like, oh my god, Matthew Lillard's here. <laughs> here's my thoughts on this movie. We went in with low expectations looking for a good time and we got exactly that mm. we laughed at it you know a couple like cheesy parts and you know we're like uh, you know oh this is 
kind of fun, kind of cheesy, but like we're here. I don't, I'm not like upset. I chose this movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I gave it two and a half out of five. Like it's not a great movie at all, but we're yeah. in the right mood and we're like, this is kind of silly, but eh, it's a, it's a Tuesday night. We're laughing together. So that's, that's kind of my expectation, but it feels like you were just kind of more like maybe hoping for a decent and you were just disappointed. I don't know what I was hoping for. I think I just watched it um, this past weekend because it, it was like made like $80 million at the box office, despite it being released on Peacock the same day. It's I'm up like, to 130 now, dude. I was like, is this actually kind of good? Like, am I just dumb and this is good? And so I watched it and I, I think I maybe played the game, the original game for like half a second one time um, on like my iPod touch when I was a kid. Like, I don't remember it at all. Um, the story makes no sense. It's just, I don't, under like, there's a supernatural element, but there's also not. And then, like, I couldn't tell how the, like, relationship between the spoiler alert, but everybody would probably already know this, the dead children and, like, the animatronics. And I thought it looked better than I expected. I didn't did. think it was really that scary at all. Um, I did enjoy the fact that Matthew Lillard went for it. Um, so he kind of like had another at the end of the movie, at the end of a scream one, you know, I kind of just gets, he just goes for yeah. it. I mean, kinda I guess did it again. And I respect spoiler that. alert. If you haven't seen five nights at Freddy's, but like, as soon as Matthew Lillard comes on screen, you know, he's going to be somehow yeah. be like the villain of the movie hey. because obviously he is. He did you see the scream nod? Part. Yeah, of course. I he clean, he cleaned. I'm like, let's yeah. go. That's clean. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's you know don't have your hopes up. It's a kind of a silly movie, but I just uh, there's a lot of questions I have about the ending and why the police weren't called in several occasions. Um, so mm. there's that. But yeah. yeah, it was it was it's fine for if you're just looking to watch a eh horror movie, I guess. Yeah, the thing was better on rewatch for me, so that's exciting. Mm, that's um, good. I'm, I'm glad you glad you enjoy that. So yeah, I think tonight we're going to throw on the old live action Scooby-Doo while everybody's here hanging out, you know, kind of a, mm. a light, high quality film that people can watch if they if they need to. So excited. I haven't really made a plan for what I'm going to watch tonight. I don't really know what I'm going to do. So. When do you come to the party? You have um, to leave in, in an, an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to miss it, but I appreciate the invite. Late. Yeah. Thank you. You can't say I didn't invite you, though. No, I can't. You're okay. correct. All right, well, that was a quick one, but hey, you got to hear about the week of football. I got to hear about a couple scary movies on Halloween. Um, I guess when you're listening to this, it won't necessarily be Halloween. So I hope you had a good Halloween, and I hope you're able to watch some good scary movies this month. Um, you know, maybe you don't have to watch scary movies because your team that you cheer for is scary enough to watch. And if that's the case, I'm sorry. Shut but uh, come on. And usually Broncos fans rip. It's been What Do You Want to Watch? Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.